Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I'm your host, William Fletcher, and this week is another episode. It's just me. Unfortunately for you guys listening, this is, believe me, this is not what I had in mind. This is not what I wanted to have happen, but, uh, you know, it's hard to get people together to record. Uh, especially, you know, as you're, as you're dealing with teen, like, you know, older teenagers who are doing, you know, school stuff and in uni and all that. It is hard. It's hard to do. So, but next week's episode on Monday, uh, I'll have, a, I, I do have a, pl- a, get, a guest planned, so we will be doing, like, a proper, like, full-on episode then, and that will be a tie-in episode to a, a release that's coming out. Uh, next week, uh, which should be really fun, and then also on Sunday will be the films that I watched this month, which will be probably a bit of a quicker one, because I haven't watched a whole lot of films this month, because, you know, it's hard to when a lot of stuff for uni is being is due in relatively quick succession, but I will hopefully, I will get these episodes recorded for you guys, it's probably, yeah, I, hope I will get this stuff recorded, and so that I can release it out to you. So, for so this week's episode, I'll be covering Monsters, Inc., and it's sequel Monsters University, so I recently rewatched Monsters, Inc., so you'll hear me talk about that in the one I watched this month. And I did not rewatch Monsters University, which I, which I guess is pretty much is a, is a statement on my feelings and thoughts on that film. So I have sort of I briefly touched on these films previously. I, I did a full Pixar ranked episode where I just gave my my entire ranking to for every Pixar film that had been released. Up to that point, I think it was just, I think it was either just before or just after Luca came out, so it was pretty much up to date for that. And I don't think I've covered another Pixar film on this podcast, but I am uh, for the in future planning on doing more sort of tie-in episodes towards new release stuff potentially. So I feel that in the future I might be doing more Pixar stuff, that, you know, more Pixar episodes that tie in with the, uh, the new and upcoming Pixar releases. This one isn't to tie in with anything, this is more just I needed an episode for this week, and I watched it recently, and it's, uh, I like it, it's a very good movie. Uh, the first one, I, I really, really loved First Monsters, Inc., so, yeah, sort of in a, in a general sense, Pixar is a studio that uh, I love quite a considerable amount. I think pretty much most of what Pixar creates is good. Like, I I don't think... There's very few bad Pixar films. Um, There's certainly some that are on a level of, like, that's not that great. Like, like Pixar... Like, there are definitely certain films that are like, Pixar is, um, is better than this, you know? And, 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 and sort of other times, I mean, the Pixar has created some of my all-time, all-time favorite films, and I have discussed some of them in, in sort of previous things. I, I did a film, a film, an episode of the podcast talking about my favorite, uh, my top ten animated films of all time, which there was a fair amount of Pixar and Disney stuff on there. But like to be fair, I haven't watched the largest pool of the of you know like of that, so 
I, I do think, I, like, I, I think Pixar as a studio is pretty consistently good at the very least. Like, I don't think they've made a bad film in full. Like, if I was to just look at the pic, I've, I've not seen Turning Red, so that is potentially a factor in this, because I have not seen it. So I, I don't know that could turning red could be the the one I could be one I dislike or, or slash you know not really uh, care for as much but uh, I think probably good dinosaur as well one I really didn't care for that much I I guess cast three but at least I somewhat enjoyed cast three but this is yeah. Uh, but Monsters, Inc. actually uh, really jumped up for me on this rewatch. I absolutely loved it. Um, I've always liked this film, but this time I really got into it. I, um, My nephew was staying over at the time, and I was like, I want to watch a movie. And also, I, I was going to rewatch it anyway for the purpose of a, um, um, something I've got planned for the future. And, yeah, I, I watched it with him, and, and he watched some of it. He, he did walk away at several points, because, you know, he's a kid, and he's, he's like, two two years two years old? Yeah, he's, no, he's not. Not yet. He's nearly two years old. Uh, and, you know, you just get bored by stuff. You're, you're sort of more interested in other things as you're a kid. And fair enough, so he, you know, we, we were there, and, um, yeah. And, and this rewatch, I rewatched it last year, because I just was watching all the Pixar films, but this year on this rewatch, it really just worked for me on, 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 on a really great level. It, um, it's, it's amazing. And, and, and I will say, I, I've said this before in the past, but this is a film, and to all the other previous um, films that I've done, episodes that are just me, will probably, or at least some of them, will be redone as sort of proper-ish episodes. Like, a, like, most of these will probably be done as their own proper episodes, with me and a guest on in the future, you know, because I would like to definitely talk about some of these songs again with other people, but this week is just me talking, you know, just about how good Monster Zink is. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's... It, it it's so good, it, it, and it has the best elements of a lot of the best Pixar films. You know, it, it it has the great characters that a lot of Pixar films have. It, it's not the great. The, the, the animation is starting to become like really good. Like it's just still early days Pixar. So the animation is definitely a bit choppy and a and a bit like oh that's not as like good, like, the, the, the quality isn't there in a way that sort of modern Pixar is, because it's, you know, the days when, this is 2001 when this film came out, so it's very much like this is something that you you sort of have to sort of look at in the context of its release, but it still looks really great for that year, like, the, the animation on Sully in particular is incredible, just how great he looks, you know, because cause that is, like, a pain to try and animate from what I've gathered, fur and hair on, 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 on monsters and creatures and such, because 
it's just so intricate. You have to do something like the individual hairs. You have to do each hair individually, which just can't be... It can't be, like, enjoyable to try and, like, work with that. Because it... Like, animation is arguably... In fact, I would go as far as... Enough to say that animation is the hard is the hardest types of films to make because like not because of it's a hard well it's not it's not a genre um, anyone who says animation is a genre is factually and objectively wrong and I just can't deal with those people who are factually wrong about something and I, and I, and I also cannot deal with people who just make the entire medium of animation because Ooh, it's just the kids it's like no it's not it's not films animated films are capable of so much greater emotion than certain live action films like like the animation industry is like just it's it's an unbelievably difficult industry to get into and to do because it takes so much time to make an animated film and it's very much in my opinion disrespectful to sort of blow off the entire medium as oh it's just for kids or you know oh you're just making kids films oh imagine you know like that thing like I can't deal with those kinds of people and I think those people are stupid and honestly kind of are the worst (laughs) it's because animation it because animation is so important to to so many people it it is to me because it it is what I grew up on I grew up watching a lot. I, I grew up with two older sisters who loved Disney and Pixar and, and a family who loved Pixar. And so hearing... It's, it's very much annoying listening to people sort of talk about the, like the whole sort of medium of animation as lesser than. Or it's just for kids. Or it's not, it's not that good. Or it's... it's it, and it's just like, it's not though, you don't understand, like, Monsters Inc., the ending, Jesus Christ, like, I was, like, pretty much close to tears when I was watching Monsters Inc., like, I, I, um, because I watched it last year, and I got a little bit emotional then, but this one, like, really got to me, in a way that Pixar, only Pixar is able to do, like, like, I'm really, like, so many Pixar films have gotten to me on an emotional level in a way that most other films can't. Like, like Coco is forever my pick, favorite Pixar film for so many reasons, you know, but it got to me so much emotionally that it, that real beyond, you know, beyond the, the, the story and the characters and the animation and everything, the, the emotional backbone of Coco as a film got to me incredibly hard, you know, as, as a film, and so that's why it remains my favourite, because of the emotional impact it left on me, you know, Toy Story 3, the ending of Toy Story 3 is great, and, and beautiful, and amazing, and is not negated 
by the existence of four because three and, and four also I think has has some really good emotional beats in it. and and the difference between and I think it's sort of you know four the existence of four doesn't negate the ending of three to me. Um, I don't think it ever necessarily works. I still think four is a really great film, but three's ending still is impactful. You know, Wally has some great emotional moments in it. You know, most a lot of Pixar's do, but Monsters Inc. just it just like yeah, it got to me on a level that a lot of Pixar films are able to do, or at least a uh, 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 closer and more likely to do and accomplish than most other films. Just the, the whole thing of, of, of Sully having to say goodbye to this child and, and, and her not really understanding that he will probably never see her again, or, or at least not for a long time, was really... It was really emotional, and I did get very teary-eyed towards the end because it's just... Just the like his over just this ninety minutes of film, even less than actually. I've been so invested in these two characters, and and you know it's it's the obvious sort of logical conclusion that he has to, you know, take her back, and she has to you know stay, you know, she has to go back to the real world, as it were, but. He doesn't want to, you know, like, it's, and it's, it's interesting watching that be- the beginning of the film where he has, he, does, he doesn't want to do any, has anything, have anything to do with her, and he's terrified of her, and so is Mike Wazowski, and then, you know, he says, you know, goodbye, but, you know, she gives him a hug, and then Sully says goodbye, and he just, he gives her a hug, and it's just, yeah, no, it's just, Pixar is, uh, is some, it's an amazing studio, and they make pretty amazing films most of the time. And I've really sort of gone on this sort of tangential point, but the, the film, it, yeah, it's it, the film's really, really great. Actually, it, the voice cast in it is spectacular. And you've got John Goodman and Billy Crystal, the two leads, who I love both of them. You know, Billy Crystal is is just incredibly funny in, in a lot of what I've seen him in, you know, in stuff like in Princess Bride and, you know, when Harry met Sally, you know, he's he's great in those films and John Goodman as well is really great, you know, in Community, which he was on briefly, Big Lebowski, which is one of his more, you know, sort of iconic roles, uh, like... He was also in uh, da, 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 oh, Racing Arizona, which is great. I really love him in Racing Arizona, and and, and they two and the, and the two of them as characters really play off each other well, and and, and makes the film work as well as it does. Because that that's sort of that you need in this kind of film. You need the two leads to be to have chemistry with each other. Because if you don't, then the film doesn't work, and you're not invested in their relationship. Like when they they sort of fall out and they get upset with each other and they're no longer friends, you sort of, you know, you need to be invested in these two characters. And, you know, I think it's fair to say that you do get invested in them, you know, that when they fall out, and, you know, and just before like, the third act, it feels real. And it's not like, because I feel like a lot of films have 
a problem where they sort of do things. They, they have their ca- main characters fall out, but it, it doesn't feel genuine or it doesn't feel earned in a way that it's supposed to, because I feel like there's no problem necessarily with having characters fall out and no longer be friends with each other, but you need them. There needs to be like a good reason and a genuine, believable reason why these two would get upset with each other and no longer want to be friends, and that's what... And in this film, there's a very, very believable reason. You know, Sully wants to do this thing, he he wants to, you know, he he wants... to do this, all this stuff to sort of take care of Boo, and you know, and, and, and Mike didn't want to, he just sort of wanted to take her back uh, because it would be too much rest, and then you know, they get thrown out into, into the Himalayas, the abominable snowman, and so it's just like, yeah, that's what happens, but they don't, and, and, and so them falling out is, is completely believable and genuine, and you totally understand where they're coming from from both perspectives. And you know they, they're sort of both wrong and right. In, like both, they, neither neither side is is like wrong or right. Like you can sort of see where both are coming from. Um, in their you know in their sort of beliefs, as it were. Um, yeah, no, the film was just really great. Um, you got Steve Semi. As, uh, as Randall, who I love, Steve Buscemi. I, I I don't know if I've discussed this before, but I have a, a real love for Steve Buscemi as an actor. He's he's incredible. I I love him to bits. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, he's so great in Reservoir Dogs. He's also really enjoyable in The Big Lebowski, and um, he's enjoyable in what I have seen of him in Miracle Workers, which. I do recommend you guys check out at some point Miracle Workers. He's he's quite funny. He's he's basically God in the show. That's, that's pretty much what Steve Buscemi's role is in that show. He, he is God. Um, yeah, there's some oh, and I, and I also really love. There's so much I love about this. Pete Doctor is pro, argue is probably the best director. Of any Pixar, maybe Brad Bird's a bit better, but uh, it, it's between it's between Brad Bird and Pete Doctor for best Pixar directors. But I think Pete Doctor is more consistent throughout. I think Incredibles two has sort of brought Brad Bird down. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. I, I think the thing is, I think Brad Bird has got Incredibles two. Which isn't bad by any means, but very much like, oh, well, that, that was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? But, you know, they, Pete Doctor is arguably the best Pixar director that the company has. And he, he's really, really excellent. He's, he's, he's fantastic. Um, I, I absolutely, I absolutely loved this film and on my rewatch. The third act sort of I don't know if battle is the correct word, but like when they're jumping through all the doors, they have Bushi activates all the doors, and then they then sort of jumping through doors and, and teleporting throughout the whole thing. Oh, that's just brilliant. I love that. Um, I love that so much. It's such a creative... It's, sorry. <clears throat> it's such a creative, like... 
way of sort of establishing everything that's sort of been built up throughout the film so far. You know, you've got, you know, bo- you know, and, and, and throughout the film sort of told, it was sort of shown rather that the laughter is incredibly m- more powerful than sadness, than, than the screams and crying of children, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a very, very good film that I absolutely love, and I do highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, you should. Um, so I'm giving it a 9 out of 10, and I'm just going to briefly talk about Monsters U, uh, and then I'll wrap up. So, Monsters University, a bit disappointing, honestly. I I had a lot of hope, but I rewatched it last year. I had a lot of hope going into it that it would be like good. That maybe I sort of misremembered it and that it would be better than I expected, but nope, that didn't happen at all. In fact, it it it, it didn't actually get worse for me. It it, it very much stayed the same in terms of, sort of my thoughts. It was a perfectly fine film. Like it's fine. It's like like yeah, it's just it's it's fine. It's nothing amazing, it's nothing mind blowing for Pixar. But yeah, it's 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 perfectly enjoyable. It's yeah. Like it it's a, I, I think Goodman and Crystal are both good in it. I, I, I think they embody the characters very, very well. And I don't think there's any real problems with them. The Steve Sammy also is fine, I think. Like, I, I don't uh, think that his inclusion in the film was, like, a bad thing. How it, it kind of does make sense to sort of establish the whole dis view between the two I think that's actually perfectly fine. I didn't like when they had the abominable snowman in there. Like, that just was like, oh, come on, we don't need that. You know, like, that wasn't necessary to this film. It's like, this isn't... We we just didn't need this, you know? Like, there's certain... Like, the problem with prequels is that a lot of the time, like, the problem with a lot of prequel films is that a lot of the time there's, like, callbacks and references to the first film that just feel, that are just fanservice-y as hell, and they're just like, I don't, this is not, this is not, like, necessary, necessary, you know, like, they, this is just not, you know, they, this isn't needed, you know, they don't need, uh, to have, like, we, like, we understand it's in the same universe, you know, like, we don't need to have, you know, we don't need constant references, like, oh, remember this actor from, from the first movie, and oh, look at all this, and, and these peoples, and, and people, and all that, and it's just, like, I don't, <laughs> like, this, is it 
necessary to me. Like, this is not what I'm after. All, all, all I want is just to tell a good story and, you know, maybe and some sort of stuff that's like, oh, so this is why these people are like this in this movie, you know? Like, oh, and there's that character from that first movie and then, this, or this is how they meet or whatever. It, yeah, it's just sort of like, I don't, I, just, I don't know why, you know? But it, um, it's like a decent film. I kind of like the most emotional through line of, like, Mike isn't that scary and, and so it doesn't believe in him, and so they have all this stuff. I enjoy that stuff, but it, it, it does feel like, I mean, he is kind of scary. I mean, he's just a, I mean, Sully is, is just like a, a big, tall thing of fluff, and, and Mike's like, you know, a, a one-eyed green ball. It, it, it just feels a bit weird, and, you know. I think the supporting characters are fine. Like, I don't think any of them are pretty nervous, except for, like, the purple guy that rolls around. You know, he's like he's got like the two long legs, the short little T-Rex arms. He 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 was fine. He was he was enjoyable. Uh, I enjoyed uh, the games, the sort of college campus games. I thought that was pretty enjoyable. But yeah, it's just uh, this is the mid-tier sort of mediocre Pixar film, and that's why I am giving it a six out of ten. So thank you for joining me. For this week's episode, I hope you enjoy. Next week will be a tie-in to a new release film that's coming out next week, in fact. And on Sunday, I will have the films that I watched in this past month. So, yeah, check out social media stuff, check out website, check out everything. Email me if you've got questions or suggestions or anything cool like that. And uh, I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.